Man up in my city on the roof, yeah David Duke when I'm way above the hoop, babe The Providence College Friars Top for the crossover The reverse Oh, baby The rush the Big East. The rest of the college hoops world. Setting the screen. Dunn twisting his way in. This is the Providence Crier Podcast. With your host, a PC grad standing in at four feet tall. He is the Providence Crier himself, Mike Surratt. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Providence Crier Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Surratt, Providence Crier. Follow me on Twitter, that's at Providence Crier. Read our blog, theprovidencecrier.com. Join with me as always, we have BOC. Follow him on Twitter at BOC all day. Today is Tuesday, February 15th. We got a big one on our hands today. PC Villanova top 10 matchup. But first, BOC has returned to us from Aruba. How was your trip, Ben? It was it was incredible. It was not, but when you think of Aruba, I think you traditionally think of it being very relaxing. We we went with six other couples and of those six, almost all of us in the past year or two got married, had a kid. Um, so it was the first time where folks can, you know, be away from their families and like kind of all celebrate together. So we uh, we walked back the clock like we were in our early 20s again and had a, a lot of fun for five days. But I will uh, I'll be taking a few days to recover, to say the least. Yeah, it sounds like you guys like had like this like newlywed trip, like uh, like 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 one of those reality shows or something. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, thank God there were no cameras. <laughs> it was a it, it was a fun time. We had a blast. Uh, but it's it's awesome to be home, and it's awesome to have a win when we were over there against DePaul, which we'll talk about. Um, and then come home to, hey, probably the biggest matchup in certainly the biggest matchup probably in Ed Cooley's tenure at PC. And I think you made the argument that maybe maybe even ever at the dunk. Um, yeah, it's the biggest game of the dunk ever. So, Book like, ha- this this is, like, a great way for me to, like, ease back into normal life, like, having the game tonight so I can take take my mind off of, you know, all the... Are you coming you know, to the game? I, so, I was thinking about it. I, I don't think I can do that. My body just... My body's just not allowing me to do that right now. Okay. All right. It's okay. Uh, so, um, now, did you watch the part? Like, did you... Get to watch the Paul game. Were other people who were non-friars like kind of afraid of your behavior during that game? Uh, yeah. So, so yes, we were at, out to eat at a really nice dinner, and I was streaming it. Shout out to Friar TV. So I used the YouTube link on Friar there TV you go. to watch to watch the game. Um, the the four fifteen, if you want to include my wife, were terrified with the behavior of myself and another one of the two thirty-four guys while we were watching the second half in overtime, because, you know, it wasn't a restaurant that's conducive to a sports bar or watching any sports, but uh, the guy in two thirty-four was jumping up and down like a lunatic with me. And um, it was just a great, it was a great time all around. And so appreciative that we were able to watch it because 
there were no TVs in the restaurant. That's pretty rough. Um, But uh, at least you got to watch it. So Saturday, Providence gets the victory over DePaul, 76-73 in overtime. Um, I kind of had a funny story about the game that involved uh, the same person in Section 234 that was in the river with you. So um, I – so a bunch of the 234 guys bailed for whatever reason. I I think they're all – plan on going tonight instead uh but um you know i i still wanted to go and so i asked a few of my buddies from high school if they wanted to come and so we went and it was great but so joe had the extra tickets in in the section so you know i kindly asked him to send them my way uh and he's in aruba which he does he texts them to me i never get them and I'm like, I'm like getting closer to the, like we're driving into the game. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this is embarrassing. Like if, if I just have no tickets for my, for my high school buddies. And uh, so, you know, we go, we go to Trinity, still nothing on my phone. And it's funny because I won tickets earlier this year. And I, that I was going to use his extras from John, John Rope, the guy that calls the games. Yep. He did like a contest and I won and I gave him my phone number and I never got the freaking tickets. So like, this is happening again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I gave him my number. Like, how is this not happening? So I was like, all right, I guess I'll just have to figure it out once I'm in the dunk. So go to Trinity beforehand, uh, you know, make my way to the dunk, go to will call, tell them my situation. And they're like, well, like we can't, you know, we can't really do anything about it. He never sent the transfer through. And I'm like, telling you, you sent the transfer through. So uh, I get Joe, I get our buddy in 234 on FaceTime. He's on the beach in Aruba. And I'm like, hey, buddy, uh, like, can, like, I know you sent him my way. I'm sorry to bug you on your vacation, but like, they don't have the tickets. And finally, the, the woman at the front desk uh, or at the box office was like, can I talk to him? So she literally FaceTimes him as he's on a beach in Aruba and they're like chatting for a while. And at first she's like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, how do I know this is you? And then like, he was confirming a bunch of stuff. And finally she like just gave us the tickets. Yeah. I was, I was watching that from a distance, oh, okay. just like comically laughing of the whole circumstance of everything. Like I see him, like you said, he's on the beach shirtless FaceTiming with somebody at, the Providence College like ticket section. I'm like, only only the Providence Friars, man. Yeah, <laughs> but it, all, it all worked out. And the great thing is, like, normally, like, wh- I think I may have said to you, I forget who I said this to. It was like, oh well, you can just just buy tickets if it doesn't work. But I think the game was sold out, so you couldn't even do that. Yeah, no, I know. Seriously. So, um, yeah, the place was awesome. First yeah. of all, Let, let's we'll dive into the game here. The atmosphere at the dunk was electric. And so, like, I've been thinking to myself, like, okay, that was a Saturday night game, 6.30, like a good time for everyone to go, really. Um, and, you know, but it, but it's, it is DePaul. No offense to DePaul, but lower tier Big East team. But the turnout was amazing. And, and yeah. the, the atmosphere was just insane. And um, so I'm thinking about this for, for tonight. And it's like, even though it's a Tuesday night, Villanova, I, I think it's, I think we're going to top 
Saturday, which is hard to believe, dude, because th- this place was a bus, I'm telling you. Well, I mean, you, you saw all the things that have been coming out since Saturday to even like this morning where like the fans are getting buzzed nationally from like barstool sports, from like random net, like basketball accounts, maybe not even basketball accounts in some instances. It's, I've always thought we've had re- like, our teams have never been great enough where there's the quantity of fans, but I've always said that the quality of fans in terms of their fanhoods can't, can't be topped. Um, and now with a good team uh, and a nationally relevant team, it's starting to show that. And it's great to see that recognition because I think we've had that for a while. Just now the fan base has grown because we're having the success and um, it's just a great, it's great. And I think Tuesday's going or tonight's going to be fantastic. It's going to be an absolute madhouse, especially with an 8 p.m. tip. Oof. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I plan on getting down there, probably going to stay down there. I haven't, I haven't figured out accommodations yet, but uh, I will do that at some point today. Um, so let's get to the Paul game. You know, DePaul, the Paul comes out that they're, you know, they're up four at the break, but they build a 13 point lead and we're starting to get late, like a little yeah. bit late in the second half. There's like 14 minutes left or something. And I'm freaking out. I'm pretty nervous. Cause yeah. like here we are, um, the Villanova games on Tuesday, you know, everything can kind of almost get undone. With a loss to DePaul, all the hard yeah. work that, that they've done all year long. And uh, so I was pretty nervous at the dunk towards the end, man. Um, but credit to Paul, dude. I thought they played excellent in this game. Like, yeah. I, I think a lot of people would look at the box score that didn't watch the game and be like, oh, Province needed overtime to beat DePaul. Like, lucky them. Dude, you watch that game. DePaul played at a high level. I was very impressed by Jalen Terry, sophomore guard that came he's, over from Oregon with, with Stubblefield. Dude, he's going to be a problem for, for a few years. That kid's good. Yeah, um, he He's always been a great guard, and I kind of noticed it a couple games back in Biggie's play. He just kind of has that bind ability to get to the paint and get a shot when he wants. Um and I think I think Stubblefield, like this is the foundational building block for future success for next year because you know they almost beat us without Freeman Liberty. <laughs> yeah. So that, that would have been rough. Uh, they have a lot. They have a lot going for them, and I think it's the we talked about it in the, the past pod in our preview articles. Like as much as you say, hey, don't look ahead to Villanova. I think maybe there's a little bit of that, but also they're just a damn good team as is DePaul. So it's not. It's, it was just – it was a good win. And I think if you took away the DePaul name, you'd still be very confident in saying, hey, it was a great win, and now we have Villanova on slate. Yeah, so, um, you know, they, they build their lead. I'm freaking out. First of all, David Jones, who was a dud in the first game that we met. Yeah. I've been hyping up David Jones since the beginning of the season. Uh, he was a killer in this game, dude. He had 19 points um, on seven of 19. So this is not great efficiency, but it was four of seven from deep. He yeah. had a couple of nice and ones like he had it going on. Um, but for uh, he only had one nice and one because he only took one free throw. But I remember that and one. It, it, it was nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, he was awesome. I thought to Paul's length, it was weird because. I don't think their length bothered us in the first game, but their length 
in size certainly gave us fits uh, in round two. They were well, crushing think, us on the glass. Yeah, that guy. O, that guy. Uh, it was it Ogendu. Is that how yeah. you say his last name? He's he's a great player. I saw that. I saw that a lot against Xavier. Um, and then the other guy who's more of like a four slash five. What's his name? Jones or Johnson? Johnson, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Johnson, the kid from uh, Western Michigan, I believe. Transfer. Yeah, he's a good player too. I like him. He's got some. Yeah. He's got some. Dog, he's got some dog to him. I like him a lot. Um, it's just a solid team, man. Yeah, and I mean everyone chipped in rebounding for them. You, you look at it. Johnson had five boards. Terry had five boards. Jones had ten boards. So Jones had a double double, nineteen ten. Uh, mm-hmm. On Jenda had six boards, eleven points, um, and then you know McCauley had ten ten points, two rebounds. Like everyone was chipping in. Um, you know the offense. So we end up winning the rebound battle in this game, but. Um, we beat them by one, at least according to the Bleacher Report box score. Sometimes that's a little off. Yeah, I, but, don't, know um, I, I don't know how much I trust that one. Okay, well, <laughs> they doubled us in offensive rebounds. And, you know, when we get to the Nova game, that, that, that's one of the keys that we wrote about in the preview. That can't yeah. happen against Villanova. Um, you know, DePaul took 10 more shots than the Friars. We shot the same percentage, but, but they took 10 more attempts than us. And you know, we'll get to it later, but against Nova, you really can't do that. But, yeah. um, you know, they build themselves a hole, and guess who decides to put on his cape again? Jared Bynum, unbelievable in this one. Once again, 25 points, 8 of 15 from the floor. Not his most efficient game, especially when you look at some of his recent performances um, over the span where he's won back-to-back Big East Player of the Week, so congrats to him. Yeah. Um, Really happy for him, by the way. Like, I, I, he did an interview with with this guy Shuzz, I think. He, like, interviews, like, a, a lot of prospects and, like, guys in college and stuff. Uh, it was just really good to see. You, you could tell Biden was frustrated with the way the year went last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the fact that he's been able to take his game to a whole other level post-injury uh, again, great to see. So, uh, he was awesome. 25 points. Came up with some crucial baskets. Al Durham did his thing. He had 16 points. 12 of 12 from the free throw line. Um, that was a big aspect of the game, getting back into the game, stopping the clock, you know, getting free points there. Um, and that was the one thing that, that crushed the pole in this game, man. Free throw shooting. They went yeah. 8 of 14. Whereas we went 19 of 22. It's so like, it's like, it's so weird that we're such a great free throw shooting team at times. Like I'm just not used to this. <laughs> I know. It's like, I feel like we're, we've been up and down kind of with free throws. I mean, Durham has been awesome all year. Bynum's been solid too from the line, but as a team, I feel like we're kind of been up and down, but free throw shooting was key in this one. Uh, allowed PC to get back into the game, got the crowd into it. And um, the crowd was rocking, man. Uh, PC, awesome. PC had like I, I rewatched the game, uh, at least the second half, and so PC ends up tying the game late. Um, I believe they tied it at like let's see, when did they tie it? Uh, when they tied it, I thought they were gonna pull away, and they just testament to the poll again, they hung around. Yeah. 
Right. So, um, actually, PC was was up by by a by five. You're right. Like they could have easily just pulled away. Because yeah. I, I remember I was again at the really nice restaurant and texting our group chat like, okay, about to be a, about to open this up, and not only are we going to win, we're going to win by like double digits. And again, testament to DePaul, they just clawed back, which is what a good team does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you say that it's like. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that like tongue in cheek either. Like, I think they're like a legitimately good team. I, I wouldn't want to play them in the Big East tournament. I honestly I think, wouldn't. Like you could, you could theoretically see them making a Georgetown run. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I, you never especially know. With, especially if Freeman Liberty gets healthy. Yeah. And I, I think they, he's been kind of, um, I, I don't think they've rushed him back. I think they wanted him to get fully healthy. I, I think he will be available this week for them, I believe. Um, I believe I, I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I believe he tweeted that he'd be ready for the next game. But uh, um, but yeah, PC goes up five, and then Jones hits a step back three um, to cut it to a two-point game. Watson answers with a layup uh, with two minutes left. They're up four. Jones hits another shot, and there was the end one I was talking about. Um, so they go down one. Durham gets a hoop, and once again, PC pushes it back up to, to five with a minute five left. Then Terry gets a hoop, um, and then really they, they just got back at the line. They hit two free throws late. Uh, they couldn't hit free throws all game, but then Terry makes uh, two late ones and sends the game to overtime. Uh, so in OT, though, PC kind of just – made the timely baskets that they needed to. I think I kind of screwed this up, though, because the OT in the fourth quarter is kind of blending here on me. But <laughs> That's okay. Um, also, also, you just said OT in fourth quarter. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's that's early. Good. I'm not an yeah. early person. I know. Uh, it's okay. But, um, but, yeah, PC made the crucial buckets down the stretch. Um, Durham had a ridiculous – shot that pretty much clinched oh, it. Yeah. That was, that was, that was wild. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how he didn't travel. Uh, he was, like, fading away. Like, oh, man. But he hits that one. I hit two bets during the game. I bet PC, <laughs> when they were down in the first quarter by, like, six, I got them at minus two and a half. And then I got them live four to one when they were down 13. So, uh, the crier cashed in. There you uh, go. So, um, but uh, – so, BLC, I decided to do a little project. Um, so, this is going to be your first time listening to this. Yeah. But I decided to, you know, like the the side talk thing that's pretty popular around Knicks games? Yep, bing bong. Yeah, well, the crier tried to do his own version of it. It's not very good. It's the trial run. But uh, I did interview some folks outside the dunk after the victory. Um, and we got some excited students, BOC. Uh, I'm, exci- I'm excited to hear it. I'm sure the sound quality will be fantastic too. Yeah, so, better, so here better we than, go. Better than one of our first podcasts where I think somebody commented, it sounds like you guys are recording from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way, BOC. We've yes, come we a have. long way. Yes, we have. So, all right, so here we go. The introduction of Crier Talk, here it is. 
College Friars are going to win the national championship. Let's hope they're the best team in the in the nation right now. Best team in the nation. Best in the nation. So one day we will be top five, guaranteed. Um, guys, we're twenty-two and two. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? No one did. Everybody was rounding us out. No one thought. Thank you. Thank you. Go Friars. Go Friars. Am I talking the problems cry? Yeah. It's a block. Are we talking to The problems cry. You guys good? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the first day, get the win against the pole. How are we feeling right now? Oh. The school is ecstatic. I'm a transfer coming into here sophomore year. And to, to be here and see this team, uh, it shouldn't be a debate, but it is a debate that we're going to be a top 10 team we next week. Let's go. We, we are Friars. I mean, we got this. At the beginning of the year, I would show up in this, and we could show up 10 minutes early and be able to get a seat in the sure, student section. Sure, sure. We showed up an hour and 15 minutes early today. We had a seat in the crowded balcony. I mean, this, this, the students are so excited about the Providence basketball team. The student team. section is the best student section Can we ever. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I mean, we are fucking friars. We are so fucking friars. Let's go. Let's go. We Let's go. This is Firetown, and we will be that fucking dudes, baby. Let's go. Let's go. ever edition of crier talk what'd you think bsc uh i think it was fantastic you truly are a man of the people i will say i think you were looking ahead a bit maybe maybe you're just confident in today tonight's victory uh because we're 21 and two right yeah yeah I, I got that wrong uh i was a little excited uh first time doing it you know a little jitters uh but uh, yeah, we got the record wrong. Um, hopefully that doesn't. That's, that's like the old. That's like the old sales. This old sales pitch where when you're meeting with a prospective client, you tell them when when you're a client of ours instead of saying if you're a client of ours. So you're assuming the victory tonight. So <laughs> good, good job on you. I, I, I we'll get to Villanova in a moment uh, once we put a bow on this DePaul game. But yes, I do predict a victory. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll bury the lead there. Uh, I I do expect a victory for the Friars, but, um, but yeah, it was fun, man. The students, the students are real excited. Uh, we got that one kid say, saying we're the best team in the nation. We're going to win it all. I was pr pr pretty taken back by that. Uh, one of them was wrong on, on the pod saying we'd be top five come Monday. We were not top five. We cut checking at number eight, but Hey, we'll take it. Um, but yeah, just, just a fun night at the dunk. My buddies from high school really enjoyed the game, so it's. Uh, I think we got we got two more on the bandwagon, uh, you know, for, for the stretch here. Good. That's yeah. what we need. Jump yeah. on in. So the Friars get the victory over DePaul uh, in OT. 
improving their record to 21 and two. Uh, we'll take on Villanova. Top 10 showdown at the dunk. We got your preview, but first, a quick word from our sponsors at Anchor. All right. Welcome back to the Province Crier Podcast. BOC, we got a big one in the 401, a top 10 showdown at the dunk. Only the second time that's ever happened. If you all remember, last time 2016 against Xavier, Province was ranked 10th. The X-Men were ranked 7th. Um, I was at that game. It was an electric game. I believe that was like a 9 p.m. start. Um, the dunk was rocking for that one. But the Friars couldn't couldn't get it done that day. But this time, they have another shot. This time, there's more at stake. And honestly, this is the biggest game in the dunk ever. That's my take. I'm sticking to it. It's got to be. Yeah, I you think about the ramifications of everything, right? It's we've talked about this probably too many times for our listeners about how if we split with Nova, I think it's almost impossible for them to win the big East title, unless we completely throw up on ourselves, which I don't think we'll do at this point. I think you can trust this team. Um, you split with Nova and they're what two games back right now, right? Mike. Yeah. They're two games back in the loss column. And like you have one the, more biggest win. But it, it comes down to, because of the COVID stuff, um, the biggest winning percentage, which, yep. which helps, which helps uh, theoretically. So if we, if we split with them here, and I think we have a much greater chance of winning, uh, obviously tonight then at their place, if we, if, if we win tonight, I think we are firmly, firmly, firmly in the driver's seat, not only for um, the Big East title, but it sounds crazy to say, like you, you really start thinking about maybe a one seat in the NCAA tournament. I really do yeah. feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if they finish the regular season as Big East champs, um, you know, they might have to win the whole Bees tournament to get that one seed. Um, and even so, it may be tough because, you know. Do you, you, you think so, though? Like, so say we win, say we win tonight against Villanova. That's a top 10 team. They'll probably drop a few slots because that's what happens when you lose. But our resume, I would measure it up with, again, anybody in the country. Villanova, a win against Villanova, Wisconsin, Xavier, UConn. Ball, Marquette, <laughs> Texas Tech, like those are all going to be top, for the most part, top 25 teams. Um, yep. And our, we have two losses. One of them is to a ranked Marquette team, right? The other is to Virginia, who may sneak into the tournament. Um, so, like, we don't really have any bad, like, terrible blemishes on our resume and a win against Villanova. And everybody's going to have eyes on this game tonight. So winning against Villanova, that goes a long way from making us what we're eight right now in the country. We win against Villanova. We're jumping up into the top five without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, One thing I will tell you, though, your Marquette Golden Eagles fell off the top 25 this past week. uh, They're no longer ranked. They'll be be back. They'll be back. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean – so, obviously, you'll have to take care of business at Hinkle on Sunday, even if you get this one against Nova. But, yes, um, if they can have a 2-0 week, get this one against Nova, they'll definitely be top five. I, I just think it's tough, though, because you think about this. Gonzaga is probably going to get a one seed at this point. They're running through the WCC. Um, 
they'll probably get the top overall seed. Um, mm. And I think that kind of hurts you because if you look at the, the top leagues, you know, Duke will be in the running. Arizona will be in the running from the Pac-12. Um, you know, Kansas will be in the running. Baylor even in the Big 12. Um, so you got multiple teams in the Big 12 that, that can make a run at this thing. Um, so I think it would be tough. But, I mean, if you won Biggie's regular season and the Biggie's tournament, I think they'll definitely get it for them. But I think they're going to have to probably just do that in order to get a one seed. Um yeah, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, no, I'm you sorry. Really I'm, I'm, exci- I'm I'm excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yes, but but to your point though, huge game for Providence in terms of what's at stake, um, the profile of the game. This is the biggest game of CBB tonight uh, for sure, and kind of have a ton of famous people in town. Uh, Phil sixty eight. Those guys are all going to be there. Um, games on CBS Sports. I saw a lot of people complaining about that, but we got a good crew. Uh, Lapis, um, unfortunately, you know he's going to bring the Villanova uh, yeah. bias there because he was assistant there, right? And I, actually, he might have been a head coach there too. He was he was coach there, I believe. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cadlon is also on the call. He's a good announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenny Dow, local local legend uh, in New England. We'll, we'll be doing the sideline work. Um, so huge game. All eyes are going to be on PC. And I'll how tell about, you. Um, how, how about famous alum, uh, John O'Hurley, getting involved with the recruitment? Oh, yeah. Peterman's <laughs> been all over Twitter. Dude, like, yeah. like the stars are coming out. We, we got Peterman. Uh, Chris Governor Chris, Chris Christie was at the Chris game Christie. on Saturday. I guess his son goes to Providence. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, you got Lou Merloni who works for you know, play for the Sox, works for uh, WEI. He's been tweeting about him a bunch. Um, so everyone's getting on board. It's an exciting time in Firetown. I'm super excited for this game, but I'm also worried about puking on her shoes in this game. Yeah, I um, I think, and we I wrote about this in the preview is, um, and you can check that out at the provincecrier.com. Um, I think the the issue may be the fans is just such a great environment that our team comes out too tense. And like we dig ourselves into like a 12 to two type hole, you know, because we're just so nervous and like, we're, we're missing like bunnies and we're just not making shots we normally make because our players are just, you know, the, the moment may be too big for them with the crowd environment. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but I could certainly see that happening. Yeah. I mean, the place is going to be rocking. You always got to be worried about that nervous energy yeah. um, from the team. And one thing I, I think they can't do, I, I don't think they can get down double digits, digits in this game. Like no. Villanova's too good with the basketball in terms of taking care of the rock. That They're deadly at the free throw line. Like you think we're good? They've been. So they're, they're top in the big East at the free throw line at 82.9%. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And if we, yeah, if we get into a hole, they're not going to let us out of that hole because they, they're like, oh God, they're surgical in just how they dissect defenses. And I, I, I love our defense, um, but you can't, you can't get into big, too big of a hole. And then it kind of plays into their hand of like us trying to like 
get back into it in a hurry with threes. And that can just lead to them just opening up the lead even more. Yeah. Um, you know, back to my original point from the Paul game, got to clean up the glass too. Like we can't be getting dominated on offensive boards, giving Villanova extra possessions. Like that's just stuff that you don't want to do. So, so that they got to clean that up. Um, one thing I'll, I'll ask you, I, I think one of the most intriguing things of this game is who is Justin Minaya going to primarily cover in this game? Yeah, so it's a great question. Um, and I jotted down a few notes on this. I think what Villanova point guards really do, and I'll say guards, not point guards. So we'll, we'll loop Gillespie and Moore together, and even Daniels to a certain extent, is they're actually really good at posting up, which is a real rarity. Um, so I could see initially Manaya going against Moore to shut him down because he is, besides like Gillespie, their primary scoring option. Um, and then you see if Jermaine Samuels is very hit or miss. If he's on, then you can maybe see the switch to Manaya covering Samuels. Even though Samuels is bigger, I think Manaya's fine covering him. I think we've seen throughout the year he can cover anybody. Uh, honestly, one through five, which is crazy to say. Um, but if we do switch Manaya over to Samuels, I think we'll see Breed, who actually had – we didn't talk about Breed. He had a very good game against DePaul. Um, we'll see Breed come in on the defensive end and guard Gillespie and or more um, – because he has more size than a Bynum. So I think I think Bynum offensively is playing at a completely different level than I, we've ever seen him. Um, and defensively, he's a pest too. But I could see Villanova just trying to expose him on the defensive end by just posting him up against a bigger Gillespie or more. So I'm a little bit concerned there. It's a long-winded yeah, way of saying it's a long-winded way of saying Nova has a lot of options and we might just have to pick our poison. Yeah, you know, um, Gillespie does a lot of post-ups. Um, yes. And especially if they're guys smarter than him, like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. He's probably a little taller than Bynum. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're around the same height, but um, yeah, he's definitely going to be posting up. Um, with Manaya, like, I, my thinking would be more, yeah, because he's the leading scorer, but like, maybe Cooley just throws him on Samuels and is like, just lock this guy down. If he doesn't go off, then we might be okay. Um, and have Durham and Breed and, and Bynum just go against the two guards. Um, we'll see, though. I, I think that's something to definitely watch for in this game, uh, to see who he's on. Now, another thing, do you think Bynum is going to need to put on his cape again and, and have a, a monster scoring game? I personally don't. Um, I think this is one where – uh, Watson and the front court in general need to take over. Um, Dixon has Dixon on Villanova has come out like gangbusters the past few games, and I think he had twenty four and twelve against Sonogo, uh, who's I'd say Sonogo and Watson are somewhat comparable. I think Watson's a bit more athletic, but um, they only have you know Dixon's only six eight. So we need Watson, we need Horkler, we need Croswell to absolutely expose them in the front court and try and get their big men in foul trouble because, you know, it is like big, bad Villanova. And like, we were afraid of them opening it up and blowing us out. We get their front court in foul trouble. We get open this game up and blow it out. So let's like, let's call a spade a spade here. We have some, we have some pretty significant advantages to this game against Villanova, just as much as they may have some advantages against us. So I don't think it's going to be a game where Bynum 
has to take over, nor do I want it to be designed that way because I think that plays right into Villanova's hands. I think we need to slow the game down and just work, work the ball inside out and see if they can stop us in the front court. Cause I, I personally don't think they can. Yeah. I mean, you said Villanova's big men. Um, I'd like to correct you there. Big man. <laughs> That's big man it. Yeah. Big, big man. Yeah. Like it just, it, it, it's just uh, Dixon at six, eight. And that's really it. I mean, the other guys that get minutes, Brandon Slater, he's six seven, but he's more of like a wing. Um, so they're limited in the front court. Um, you know, is there a glaring weakness coming in? Credit to Dixon. I think he's been a lot better than a lot of people thought he would be. Um, and, you know, it'll be interesting. I I was I was in John Fanta's spaces yesterday listening uh to, to his talk. There's a lot of Province of Villanova talk, which is awesome. Um, and Randolph Childress, uh, a, a former college ho- hooper, he came on and he was interested with the fact that Dixon can bring guys out of the paint um, on defense and, and on offense. He does like a really nice job with that. So that's going to be something interesting. I, I'm sure they're going to try and do that and, and have Watson – be on the perimeter as much as they can possibly get him on the perimeter. Um, Dixon's not going to light it up from three, but he is capable. Um, So I think they're going to probably try and use that to kind of throw us off, Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I listen, this Villanova team, they're talented. They have championship experience. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I don't think they're as loaded as they normally are. And I think that's fair to say. Um, they don't have that, like, NBA guy that, that's on anyone's radar. Granted, I would argue that Villanova's success winning games and making it far in the tournament kind of made those guys into NBA players almost. At least they got the recognition uh, to give them the opportunity, whereas I feel like if they had if they had bad seasons, you know, maybe a Dante DiVincenzo doesn't get drafted, you know. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I, I think we may have more options as them. If if we don't have more, we have as many options. Uh, yeah, so. let's 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 not compare this Providence team to the Providence and Villanova teams of old. This is a different. Yeah. This is a different yeah. team. This is a different team, and I think. I mean, you and I are probably a little bit guilty of this. Like we keep falling back to, oh, maybe we'll revert back to the mean of like slipping up a few games and we'll be that like underdog who catches opponents that are ranked higher than them by surprise. That's not the case anymore. Like we are just as much be hunted as, you know, as we were maybe as we weren't in the past. So I think this team has a lot of weapons and Villanova should be just as afraid of the things that we can do than, you know, us being afraid of what Villanova can do. And I think they need to go into the mentality of the players need to go into the mentality with this game of, Hey, we are the better team. We're the top dog in the big East. Let's show them why rather than like, Oh, maybe we can catch Villanova by surprise. Um, and we're going to know, I think very quickly into the game if they go in with that approach, which I think they will because Durham's Durham's a seasoned vet. He knows these type of games. He knows how to operate in these games. And I think, he exudes, exudes this like subtle confidence that just permeates through the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think this is a different group. I think this is a hungry group. Um, 
in that bottom interview that, that I listened to last night, he had said, like, when they went into the Xavier game, the team just kept talking about how, like, you know, we want to win the Big East this year. We got we to rack up these wins early. Like, we got to get this yeah. one. And, and they were really focused on, on beating that uh, Xavier team at Cintas Center. Uh, and, and they got the job done there. And, you know, I, I think that's their approach right now. They know it. They realize that, you know, their destiny is in their hands at this point. You know, it's in their control to, to win this, this Big East regular season crown, which would be the first in program history. Um, yeah. But they, they know what's at stake. And I think they recognize, hey, if we just get this one, it, it's all but a lap in, in the Big yeah. East. Um, hey, one other thing I want to call out, um, I was doing some – studying of stats and I think what Providence needs to do is like, as always, like is run Villanova off the three point line. Um, they are top in the big East and three point field goal percentage at 35.9%, which is crazy. Um, but they are in two point field goal percentage, only sixth in the big East. So we need to play disciplined defense not foul, because as we mentioned earlier, if we foul, they go to the line, they're probably going to make them both. Um, play discipline defense, run them off the three-point line, and if they make a lot of tough twos or make t- make a lot of shots in the paint, you just kind of say, good good, good on you, and you just keep playing because Villanova can open up this game from the three-point line, and we need to prevent that from happening. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, rotations are, are going to be big in this one, I think, for both teams. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, I think one through four province can kind of, you know, match up. I mean, obviously, you're not going to put Bynum on, on, on like, uh, on Slater or anything like that. But I do think they do have switchable pieces, Providence does on defense, mm-hmm. um, pretty much throughout the lineup. And, you know, that, that would be huge in terms of defending the three. Um, and, and then also – kind of creating um, mismatches of our own uh, as, as well. So, sure. you know, listen, Villanova, here's the deal. I may not like their, their a part of their fa- uh, fans that are the wine and cheese uh, fan section, but, man, do, do I have a hell of a lot of respect for that program oh, yeah. and, and oh, what yeah. they've built? And you know what? I Listen, even though we're the higher-ranked team, uh, we're underdogs, by the way, in Vegas, uh, opened up as minus four and a half or excuse me, plus four and a half for the Friars. Villanova minus uh, four and a half. But uh, I believe now it's three and a half. Um, that kind of makes me nervous. But but once again, those are based off Ken Palm and uh, and PC has, has faded Ken Palm hard this year. So but but back to my point on Nova, like I have a ton of respect for that program. And I realize. They're the kings still, until yep. we say otherwise, right? Um, so just a massive opportunity for the Friars tonight. It's going to be an awesome game. I can't wait. Is, is there any is there any chance that we open this game up and win by like twenty? Um, you know, it's funny you say that because on that spaces, a UConn fan came on and was pretty much like giving us all this praise. I, I think it was t- all tongue in cheek. And he was like, yeah, I, I just see Providence just ro- rolling Villanova over in this one. I was like, Oh my God. 
Um, you know, it's possible. I, I mean, here's the deal. Villanova this year has been more of a defensive team than an offensive team. And yeah. usually it's, it's their offense is very superior and their defense is solid, rock solid. Yeah. But, you know, their offense is usually deadly. This year, that's really not the case. Um, so having said that, if Providence can play with a lot of energy, um, feed off the crowd, and, you know, execute, they could blow them out. And I think that'd be hilarious, first of all. All this luck talk, if we just came out and just rolled Villanova. The Big East would implode all the fans fans of the opposing teams if that happened. Oh, yeah. They they wouldn't know what to do. Uh, But, yeah, so huge opportunity for the Friars because, like we said, it all but wraps up because you look at it, Villanova would have four losses to our one, um, and we have four games left. So, you know, at that point, Providence would have to – drop all of their games, and I believe Villanova, I could be wrong on this, would have to win the rest of their games uh, in order to to take it back from us, I would think. Or at least, you know, and that's saying we go on four. That's not going to happen. Like we have, uh, after the Nova game, we have two more at home. So three of our last five are at home. Um, granted, it's Creighton, a team that we haven't seen yet. Uh, that, that's interesting. But they're young. I feel like we should be able to beat them. And then playing Xavier again, that'll be a tough game. You know Xavier will be playing for a lot there. So, so that might be a tough one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't see them if they were to win this game. There's really just no way. I, I think we would have our first Big East regular season title, BLC. That's I, I, That's very exciting. I can't wait, man. Very excited for the game tonight. All right, did you got anything else? No, I, I think we should give our predictions though, that we wrote an article, right? Oh yeah. Let's so do it. I did so I said based off of the fact that these two teams have really good defenses, I said Providence wins in a very tight one, 68 to 65. Yep. And I Both had a little bit higher scoring. Um I believe would the over hit for you? I believe the over would hit for your score. Uh because I believe the over is like 130 and a half. Um, I'm hitting the over as well because I have 7368 Providence. Um, you know, I, I once again, I just go back to I think this team knows what's at stake. They know the opportunity that's ahead of them here. And with the crowd, you know, I don't know if it, it knocks Villanova off their game necessarily, but I know our guys are going to feed off that. Um, I think, you know, you look back, did we get swept by Nova last year? I believe so. Um, the year before that, though, in 2020, we won at Wells Fargo. You were there in the building. Yeah. Um, and in that one, Pipkins went off. So you said earlier you don't think Byron needs to have that big game, but I think it's very possible that he might. Um, he's playing with a boatload of confidence right now. Um, he's playing. He's playing like he, he's playing like he's the best guard in the Big East, and yeah. he, he's car- he's carrying himself that way too. He's playing like Pipkins meeting Mac McClung at Big East Media Day, saying yeah. "We're coming for you, boy." Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's the kind of confidence Jared Biden's playing with right now. Yeah. 
and he could go up. I think it's entirely possible. Um, but hey, it. it is it's much easier to do it against Georgetown in DePaul than it is going over. So this is like the true litmus test, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, play well at Xavier. Yeah, they got plenty of guys. But but yeah, yep. definitely a litmus test. But um, you know, oh, I I can't wait to get down there, man. I'm excited. Yeah. When are you uh, are you taking what like leaving at five and then getting there for a few pops before the game? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's that's gonna be the plan. Five five thirty, try and get out nice. work. Um, but yeah, and then I I think there's no way I'm going back to Massachusetts tonight. Uh, I, I think plan will be stay somewhere. Maybe if uh, maybe if if my two thirty four guy that, that lives in Providence uh, is willing to to lend a couch. Uh, maybe I crash there and uh, drive back in the morning. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Huge game. Can't wait. 8 p.m. CBS Sports. That wraps up another episode of the Province Crier podcast. Remember, continue to follow us along on Twitter. I'm at Province Crier. He's at BOC all day. We are blog the provincecrier.com. Continue to follow along the pod. Leave a review if you want to. Um, but man, let's go. Top 10 showdown. Let's get it. I'm, I'm pumped. Fire See you guys. School. Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah. David Duke went away about a hoop, Cross over, I might go to LEU. Heard they sleeping on me, well, let's take them back to school. PC, you know we on go, ayy. Feel like AJ Reeves when I'm off that pick and roll, ayy. Fall down, bounce back like Emmy Hope, ayy. I'm the alpha dog, Diallo They were sleeping on me, that's what made me a savage And you see me bumping, so we gon' let them have it, yeah They don't want no static, we at the top just like the attic This year we taking over March Madness Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah David Duke when I'm way above the hoop, eh? Up in my city, I'm the truth.